Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Talk About It, Sis. Clearly, I needed to sing that because I'm super excited about today's episode. I am your host, Maya, and I'm here with... Amanda. Yes. Um, so today we're going to be talking about boundaries. Honestly, I'm a huge advocate of boundaries. I think it's essential to the way you live your life um, and making sure you are treated the way you deserve to be treated. Um, so I want to give a definition before we kick it off about what boundaries are for some people that may not know. Um, and I got this definition from Psych Central dot com, um, which says boundaries are the mental, emotional and physical limits to how others can treat you, behave around you and what they can expect from you. Not only do boundaries defend us from being violated by others, they help us to clearly distinguish who we are and what we need from other people and their needs. You agree with that definition? Definitely agree with it. Okay, cool. So let's hop into it. I know, Amanda, you got some questions of me. Yeah. So if you guys uh, listen to our Alpha Woman episode, you may recall like towards the end, I was saying that Maya to me was really alpha because she liked to be in control of things or have control. And she immediately checked me like, no, those are called boundaries. (laughs) And so, you know, I had to take a step back and I had to think about it. And I'm like, you're right. A lot of times people confuse boundaries or confuse having control with boundaries. And so me and Maya were talking offline yesterday and I told her that some people can perceive her as being headstrong. And we kind of came to the conclusion, well, she did that she's more steadfast. And I think that is the perfect way to be in terms of knowing exactly what kind of boundaries that you have set for yourself. So Maya, pretty much what does having boundaries mean to you? Um, Yeah, personally, I I thought the psych central definition was pretty accurate. For me, it's just making sure that I let people know how they are and are not allowed to treat me. Um, And then I allow my behavior to match up with that. Um, So for example, If I don't like people that grab me when we're out, if somebody tries to grab me without my permission, I'm letting them know on the first time, hey, I do not like when people grab me. Can you please not do that in the future? And then if the person does that in the future, then I then need to reevaluate if this is a person I can trust to be in my space because I've set a boundary and they haven't respected it. Um, So that's just Obviously, there's way more examples of what boundaries are, but that's just kind of like a blanket, very obvious way of like for physical boundaries. Yeah. So it's like it's levels to boundaries, right? You got physical, emotional boundaries. Yeah. I mean, we have boundaries we have to set with our partners, with our siblings, with our even with our kids with, and friends, with, with family, friends, with work. Um, and then you have to set boundaries with yourself, um, which yes. is also a huge thing that I, I think that a lot of people also have trouble doing. So we took a poll um, on our Instagram uh, about people, how many people have trouble sub- setting boundaries and. I was shocked. Well, not shocked, but a little surprised to see that 75% of responders said that they have trouble setting boundaries. And I know, Amanda, you said that you can relate to that. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I have trouble setting boundaries because I don't like to see people upset. Um, Not necessarily upset with me, but just generally upset. I know that 
for me goes back to childhood. Um, and it's something that carried with me and I didn't really recognize it until recently. But I, a part of my go with the flow attitude is also being that people, that person pleaser, the people pleaser, like, okay, I'll just do what makes them happy because I don't want to see them upset. Mm. So it's kind of a fear um, of how people will respond to your boundaries? Not even, I never thought about them response to me, but seeing people unhappy, right? Like this person can't handle me saying no. So let's just do what they want. Okay. Got it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I can understand how that could be super unhealthy though in, in specific situations. No, it is. I mean, now that I look back on it, there are a lot of things I participated in. And I wouldn't say that there were things that were like harmful to me, but they're just things that I just didn't want to do. And I didn't know how to say no. Like, I don't want to do that. Or I don't want to eat here. I don't want to have this conversation. Like, you know, things like that. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. So what basically back to what you were saying about uh, childhood and kind of, you know, how your boundaries form. I personally think like everything you learn about boundaries is formed in childhood, right? Because when you're growing up, you only have like your immediate family to understand like how to interact with, you know, within a family unit and mm -hmm. like what's okay with you, what's okay for you and what's not okay for you and to have like some sense of like autonomy. So if you're a kid and you're growing up in like a codependent family where there are no boundaries, um, like everybody's emotions are spilling over to each other. If one person's mad in the house, then everybody's mad type of thing. Yes. Um, that directly impacts how you view boundaries. And like, as you get older, then like, for example, people pleasing, like you said, like a lot of pe people pleasers come from families that are, that were codependent where one person's emotions was that were everybody's emotions. And then you're like catering your behavior to make sure that this person isn't oh going to get God. upset. So then you become a people yeah. pleaser later on in your life because that's what you learned in early childhood. So it's very normal, you know, that that would be the case. Yeah, you're definitely on point. I wouldn't say my mom was like that. But my father, oh my gosh, if you like made him upset, the whole house felt it. And so I was always tiptoeing um, around him. And, and then when we do talk about boundaries, also, and sometimes with the family, we only teach our kids physical. Like I know there were like physical boundaries, you know, the whole stranger danger, don't let people touch you, don't sit on people's laps. Most of the boundaries to me that were instilled in us were physical about protecting our space, which is perfect, but not too much about emotional boundaries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's deep. And I mean, that's important because then you can look at your life now and be like, OK, where is it that I lack a bunch of emotional boundaries? I know for me growing mm -hmm. up, there was no there was nothing. There was nothing taught about boundaries. I didn't know what boundaries were. Um, you know, there was an inability. Like, I remember being always fearful of expressing myself as a kid. Like, so I grew up a people pleaser, too. Um, now I'm not, obviously, through, like, much, <laughs> much work. Um, but I grew up a people pleaser out of fear because I was always afraid, like, okay, if I express myself, what is it going to be met with? Is it going to be met with yelling? Am I going to get in trouble? You know, there was always some consequence to me expressing myself. So I learned very early, okay, so I'm, I need to, like, shut down when I'm feeling something. Um, and so as I got older, that began to have like really horrible effects because I would find myself in situations where I would be totally uncomfortable, whether it be physically or emotionally. And I wouldn't be able to express that because of the fear of how the person would respond. Yes. Yeah, so I ended up, oh yeah, I was like, damn, like this is really bad. Um, and then I started going to therapy and started learning about what boundaries are. And that's when my life like totally shifted. Wow. So I know for me, I'm still working on being that people pleaser because it's just a part of me. I just really want everybody 
to be happy and get what they want. But I know that's not even the least bit realistic. And it's like, okay, well, what about my needs? What makes me happy? What makes me comfortable? And so I'm feeling, I'm learning that saying no is empowering. How has that journey been for you since you started kind of setting those boundaries? So it's interesting um, because I can remember myself when I first started setting boundaries And when you go from absolutely having no boundaries, you usually go to the other extreme when you learn about what boundaries are. So when I first learned what boundaries are, I had boundaries for everything. You can't do this. (laughs) Don't talk to me this way. No, you can't. Like, was not. As soon as you violated my boundary, it was cut off. I was not willing to have a conversation. It was like, you are violating me. That's it. But that may seem extreme to some people, but it was necessary for me at the time to like learn what boundaries were. Mm -hmm. Now I might like, okay, this person violated my boundary. Let me sit and have a conversation with them about how that felt for me, what my boundary was and how they violated it. And it based on their response, I can then revisit what type of relationship I want to have with this person. But before I wasn't willing to do that at all. So yeah, it was a very weird, like, like, for example, I cut some family members off while I was learning boundaries, the ones who consistently violated my boundaries again and again, I had to be like, okay, Mm -hmm. while I'm learning boundaries, this person doesn't need to be in my life. Because they keep pushing Mm -hmm. back on. Yeah. How did people close to you respond once they saw that you had kind of did you went from one end of the spectrum to the other? Well, I think a lot of the, the reality is, is that a lot of people who have violated your boundaries consistently when you start to set boundaries they're not going to be happy and that's just a reality like that people have to prepare themselves for like if you have a codependent relationship with someone or somebody's constantly disrespecting you in that way when you do start setting boundaries they are going to be upset and you kind of have to just be able to like weather that storm and they Mm. either are going to evolve with you or then or you have to reevaluate that relationship I feel like that happens a lot with just that transition from being like a teenager, young adult to adulthood parents Mm -hmm. and um, elders in our family have a hard time letting, and not just like me, but I noticed just conversations online on the internet, those setting boundaries for your parents. Mm -hmm. That's like a big one. And grandparents. Yeah. And grandparents, aunts, uncles. It's like, okay, we're not kids anymore. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like the older generation um, has this idea that like, oh, okay, well, I'm your elder, so you can't do this to me or you can't talk to me this way. But it's like, okay, so you're just fully allowed to disrespect me because you're older than me, although we're both adults. Um, So I kind of think that that's like a toxic mentality that the older generation has. Like I'm allowed to have boundaries. It's toxic toxic to me generally because we kind of live in this world that says, okay, um, the elders respect our boundaries once we are self-sufficient. So once we have our jobs and our own houses, they look at us more mature. But it's like, well, no, these boundaries need to start a little bit earlier because just just because you're older than me doesn't mean you can talk to me any kind of way or that I have to do things that make me uncomfortable. We shouldn't have to wait till we're established adults for you to take, you know, boundaries seriously. No, boundaries need to be taught in childhood. You know, like boundaries, mm-hmm. kids are allowed to have boundaries. Kids are like independent individuals. Um, and if you're not yeah. teaching them boundaries young, then that's just going to seep into their adulthood. So a kid should be able to say, hey, like, I'm uncomfortable with this conversation, or I want five minutes in my room right now, because this is a really tough moment for me. Like, kids are human Mm, beings. (laughs) You made it like a good point, because Mm -hmm. wow, I wouldn't say I was given to me this much like 
freedom to speak out against things I didn't like. Or maybe I was given the freedom and I could have just been scared. I don't know. But my son, I am literally allowing him to set these boundaries early so that when he's older, he's confident. I mean, just the other day, he unfriended a close friend of his on Roblox. He was like, yeah, I don't like his bio. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you're just going to unfriend him like that? He's like, yeah, I don't want that kind of people in my circle. Okay. And so I was like, wow, I can't even, I can't even do that. I, I, it's some people I need to unfriend and I just, I'm not ready. To. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm happy that he's learning that now so that when he gets older, he doesn't struggle with it like I did. Like I do. Yeah. I was just actually talking to someone the other day um, about like abusive relationships and like how they begin. Mm. And it's like, it starts with the little violations of your boundaries, you know, that you might overlook. um, And then, you know, that's verbal abuse. And then eventually it turns into physical abuse. But like, we're having, we have to pay attention in the beginning to like the little ways in, in which like somebody is violating our boundaries. They don't have to be like this huge thing. It can be like, hey, I don't, I really don't like when you, poke fun at this sensitive topic and then the person consistently Mm. does it anyway even you after you've told them hey this topic is really sensitive to me or they like make jokes at your expense and you tell them hey i really don't like that you do that and they're still doing it like it's things like that that build up into relationships that are really unhealthy and i wonder too like how people set boundaries when they're shy Mm, yeah that's tough (laughs) I mean, like, you know, everyone that doesn't set the boundaries necessarily is mean they don't have them, but they don't know how to convey that to a person. Mm. And I think about that like a lot too. Like you really don't want to participate, like you said, have conversations, but you don't want to say anything because I mean I think it's just practice. It's practice. You know, you could say mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's your personality. But like for example, I could have thought that not setting boundaries was a huge part of my personality, but it wasn't my personality. It was just like a lack of right. boundaries. So I had to literally train myself to like I remember I I think I was telling you this story the other day when I first like learned to set boundaries in relationships like uh, Mm. if a man would do something to me that I was just like totally not okay with I wouldn't say it in the moment I would go home I prepare a text message (laughs) um (laughs) of what I uh, what I was feeling and then I would send it with huge amounts of anxiety put my phone down and just kind of like wait for the response (laughs) So I knew it was either going to be an explosion of rah, 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 this is why I'm wrong, blah, blah. And I knew that was the type of man I didn't want to date or it was going to be a man who was like, dang, I didn't realize that I did that. And I'm going to, you know, not do that in the future. Um, and that would determine who I would keep talking to and who I wouldn't. Because mm-hmm. people who are healthy respect boundaries, period. Like, yes. so they might not understand that they made you feel that way. It may not have been intentional because oftentimes people don't violate our boundaries intentionally. But is it is a person willing to understand like how they made you feel, why they made you feel that way? And are they willing to like not do that in the future? That's healthy. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about... Um... So I believe a lot of times people also set boundaries, but they don't even realize they're setting boundaries. It's kind of like um, the the memes and the conversations about travel and not traveling with certain people because of X, Y, Z. Those are boundaries. Yes, are. But are there such things as uh, situational boundaries? <laughs> or do those people, if, if you feel like you can't travel with this person, should they be in your circle anyway? Oh, I think, I think, because yeah, I get what you're saying. But I think... 
Yeah, I can think there could be totally situational boundaries. There's people that I'm like, oh, this is a cool person. But yeah, I'm not going to go on vacation with them because they Mm -hmm. always got a problem. Or, (laughs) you know, like they might just not do well on vacation. Like, I don't know. You you like inspire me in ways because you are very um, empathetic towards people. And I can I can be empathetic and understand why someone is the way that they are and then just like act accordingly. Like I don't have to hate them. I don't have to cut them off. You know, I just be like, you know what? This person is a lot different than me. I might not keep them as close, but it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. I can yeah. And that, that's a good way to look at it. This person may not be bad, but set boundaries, but also at some point you may have to just cut, like you said, cut people off. Oh, yeah. They may not be a bad person, but they still cross. I don't want to say a list. <laughs> they had they they cross a list of boundaries that i have but yeah they just not the right fit for you that's true anybody who who violates your boundaries consistently should not be in your life if it's a family member that you do want to keep in your life i would just advise that you know you have like specific set times to talk to them you keep the conversation short like those are also boundaries like okay I remember I wrote like a list of boundaries for certain family members that I would not cross because I'm like, okay, every time I cross these boundaries for myself with them, mm-hmm. I end up getting into a space that I don't want to. So it's important to like, you mean like going out with no, them no. or having certain conversations with them. Yeah. So it's like, okay. It's also important to set boundaries with yourself. Cause I'm like, okay, every time I do this thing, I end up here. Right. And I, if that's a place I don't want to be, then I need to also set boundaries with myself. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep the conversation if I call this person on the phone, I'm going to keep this conversation to 20 minutes. I'm going to avoid subjects right. about X, Y, and Z. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep the conversation light. Those are boundaries that you set with yourself so that you know you're not allowing a person to get you to a certain point. Right, right. I did have to set a boundary with a family member in which I said, I don't want to discuss family stuff <laughs> with you. Like, this gets too intense. You're it's you're making it uncomfortable and we can't interact if we're just going to talk about family every time we're around. Like, that's not what the energy I want to place. That's that's not the energy I want around me. Like, yeah. we can hang out. We can be cool. But let's not talk about family drama. No. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a valid boundary. <laughs> and, and if they respect you, they'll be okay with that. And if they don't. And if they're. And that's <laughs> the thing. I think that the problem is, like, if you're a people pleaser, you're just. You don't want people to be upset with you. But the reality is like, Mm -hmm. we have to come first. And I don't know if that's something that our society teaches us. I kind of feel like they teach us to be like martyrs and put everybody else before ourselves and make sure everyone else is okay, especially women. And it's like, no, I come first. Like I need to be happy. I need to feel comfortable because when I feel happy and comfortable and safe, then only goodness flows from that, you know? It's funny when you mention we t- we are taught kind of to put other people first because honestly, I never thought about setting boundaries for myself until I got married and had kids. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I think I was looking on the outside. I'm saying, hey, these people aren't really respecting my marriage. I got to set some boundaries here. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was initially setting boundaries for other people. And then when I had my kids, I had to set boundaries. And I realized, okay, I do actually have to do this for myself as well. So it was a protective factor for me that I'm just now realizing that I also have to take serious for myself. But initially when I started setting boundaries, it was because someone drew the line with my family. And so that was, that's like my number one thing is like, don't play with my family. Mm. Like that boundary came so easy. And so I guess if I view the love and respect that I have for my family, 
like, with myself, yes. it'd be easier to set that boundary. Yeah, that's what I was so, going to say. Do you see it for yourself? Like, you realize that setting boundaries is a form of self-love? Yes. It, I mean, it is. And it, once I view it that way, it gets easier. Like, you know what? I don't like this for me. Not just because I don't like this for my husband, but I don't like this for me either. <laughs> so it gets easier, but it's a shame that it took for me to have a family to really see that. And then also I'm like overprotective with my brothers too. So for me, it's always about other people. So I'm trying to bring it back to myself. Yeah. And it's not a shame, you know, it's part of the process. Like for many people, like mm-hmm. I said, who didn't grow up with boundaries being okay, it's a journey. <laughs> like it's a real journey to learn how to set boundaries. But I wanted to go back to setting boundaries for yourself. What are some boundaries um, that you set for yourself? Um, I don't know. <laughs> so I was reading this post the other day about how important it is to set boundaries for ourselves, like not shopping when you don't have any money. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So I have difficulty setting boundaries with myself. Um, I lack a lot of discipline, except for when I feel like I'm challenged. So again, it's like I have to be challenged or some type of competitiveness <laughs> for me to, to kind of set a boundary for myself. But no, I'm I'm like, I'm trash at boundaries with myself. <laughs> I mean, at least you're honest. Yeah, I'm trying to think trash. about how I am with boundaries with myself. Honestly, I'm not that bad. I think the hardest boundaries um, that I had to set with myself were like boundaries just regarding relationships. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to go out with someone on a date and drink, you know, like right. that is a boundary yeah. I had to set for myself. I'm, I mean, boundaries yeah. with spending money for sure. Yeah. I can, I can definitely work on like, okay, I'm, gonna go out and and i guess it's nothing wrong with also realizing that you may have to force yourself to set boundaries so if i'm going out i'm only going to take this amount of cash that way if i can't stay true to my boundary i have no other option Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) but having apple pay now doesn't help no no it doesn't it doesn't oh i was thinking about another one i'm not gonna call um one of my exes for comfort when I'm feeling down. That yeah, was a boundary. I'm like, I need, one. I, that's not going to help me on my journey to learn how to sit with my emotions. So I need to stop mm-hmm. doing that. And then it would be hard as hell. <laughs> I'd be like, Oh my God, I really want to call this person right now, but I'm not going to do it because I know where this leads. Um, so eventually it helped me just to, to remember, because I feel like the reason we set boundaries and the reason for ourselves um, and the reason we set boundaries with others is because it pro- it either produces the same negative emotion for us mm-hmm. or we end up in the same negative space every time someone violates our boundaries or we violate our own boundaries. So if you just remember how you felt, then it's easier yes, to set those boundaries. One. <laughs> one for me is overreacting. I, I definitely will say I've been set um, a boundary with how I react to a response that isn't, that I don't agree with or, um, a way of life. Like with my husband, if he says something that makes me uncomfortable that I don't like, or f- online, I actually think I have gotten, I have gotten a hundred times better. When I look at my old Facebook posts, I look at like the back and forth and the arguing and the name calling. I like, I would do with people like when I'm like 20 and 21 and I'm like, Whoa, I was a loose cannon. Like I said, whatever I wanted out my mouth, Yeah, completely ignorant. Now, sometimes I still engage, but when I see stuff, you know, I skip by it. If someone says something to me, I'm like, okay, you're, you're right. You know, okay. And I just, I, I'm so much better than that. Some people don't think I'm better than that, but I know that I have came a long way yeah. 
with um, responding to things. Hey, it's a process. It's a journey. And I think like that's great. And you just congratulate yourself for how far you've come. You know, it's, it's, yeah, I know I it's years of undoing, you know, it's not like in general for people starting out on this boundaries journey, it takes time and you are going to fail. Like that's just reality. You're going to, someone is going to do something to violate your, violate your boundaries and you're going to not say anything about it as a <laughs> And bringing work home. Yeah. I don't know if you have that trouble, but I try not to bring work home. That's another boundary. I was going to bring that up next because somebody did slide in our DMs uh, talking about how they struggled um, with boundaries with family and boundaries with work. Um, mm. So yes, I think work boundaries, ex- uh, especially if you have like a tendency to overwork yourself are super important. And I think just like things like, especially now we're working from home, right? It's the lines between work and home can get very blurred. Um, So I think setting a time that work is going to end and that's it. Um, it's important, you know, like, okay, work ends at six today and I'm not going to do anything else or learning how to tell your employer. No, the reality is if you quit tomorrow, these people are going to replace you in three days. You know, like you need to value yourself. Yeah, you need to value yourself more than you value a company because you can't give anything Mm -hmm. to this company if you're depleted because you're just overworking yourself Mm -hmm. all the time. And that's what I said. It goes back to self-love, like honoring yourself, valuing yourself. Boundaries is really just an extension of that. Two, uh, we kind of briefly talked about we brought up kids, but (laughs) setting boundaries with kids, you know, can be difficult because the kids look at you as like your mommy. So like, what do you mean boundaries? But it'd be simple things like, you know what? I'm going downstairs to get dressed and use the bathroom. You cannot come. Yes. Say that. Like, but why? It's because I need some privacy. I, I so. need some space. Like, no, don't, yeah. Don't like, like, so, like, <laughs> because I so. Because, and, and it's good that, yeah, I explain it. Like, well, why? What's wrong? Nothing's wrong, but mommy wants some quiet time. And so I have to give examples. Like, you know, when you're playing your game, you don't want anyone to distract you. Sometimes when I'm reading or on my phone, I would like to do this without being interrupted. Mm-hmm. And explain it that way. Because kids are quick to tell you, leave, leave me alone. Right. Turn that down. Right. <laughs> I'm listening to kids bop right now. And so we definitely, I think parents would do a better job of setting boundaries with kids. For one, sometimes it's rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also let them know, like, I'm a human too. No, it's I, true. I have feelings. You make me, you know, sometimes I get sad. I'm not going to say you make me sad but to my kid. But sometimes I get sad. No, it's true. I need space. And like a lot of that is like modeling healthy boundaries for your kids, right? That's how they learn boundaries as well, seeing their parents mm-hmm. model it. Like like I said, obviously you're showing some boundaries of Mahadi's like, yeah, I'm just going to block him because he doesn't fit into my lifestyle. Okay. <laughs> the boy. Yo. <laughs> how old is the boy? Like, <laughs> He's seven. Like I still, I'm still thinking like, wow, because there are people who I'm like, this person's annoying. I'll just mute them. I'm not going to follow them. I'll mute them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I wanted to read some of the signs you have weak boundaries because I think that it will help people uh, realize that they do <laughs> or they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so some signs are you don't speak up when you're treated badly. You give away t- way too much of your time and energy. You feel un- underappreciated. You say yes when you really want to say no. You feel guilty for doing something for yourself. You constantly make sacrifices for others at your own expense. You repeatedly find yourself in unhealthy one-sided relationships. You believe you must always put others before you to earn a place in life. You overshare details about your life, even with strangers. You frequently melt into the people you like or admire and adapt their preferences and personalities. This is a great list. You've been putting everyone else before you that 
you don't even know what you need anymore. You allow others to touch you even when you feel uncomfortable. Mm, Say that. You are passive aggressive. You always feel like a victim and you have a hard time making decisions. Ooh, let me talk about that hard time making decisions. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I want to talk about that real quick. So I used to pretty much have mostly everything on this list. But I did wanted to t- I did want to talk about having a hard time making decisions and that being a result of codependent families. Like so like I said I grew up in a super codependent family. Everybody was kind of this like one unit. It was one what one person said and that was what went. So I had so I grew up not being able to make decisions for myself at all and not being able to register when something is actually bad. Like for example mm-hmm. some some person would treat me in a way that was bad and I would have no reference point. So Ooh. I would have to go ask like, and I would go literally oh, wow. go ask like four other people, is this bad? It doesn't feel wow. good, but because I didn't right. know how to trust myself because I was always depending on the codependent mm-hmm. family member to like, tell me what to do. I mm-hmm. had no reference. So like, yeah, having a hard wow. time making decisions for sure. Having a hard time trusting my own your gut, yeah, your yeah right. my own voice because my own voice was like always silenced if that makes sense wow that definitely i can see rolls over to an in adulthood like mm-hmm. calling people who call their parents for everything yes like should i do that oh should i do that absolutely do that? there's so many adult adult um child and parent codependent relationships like how do you really grow out of that unless you're setting boundaries Right, and and I feel like half the time the parents like that. They, they do. Like, they like that their kids come to them for everything. Yeah, they do. They still feel needed. They still feel necessary. It's all, mm. and it's interesting because like as I got older, I started finding myself in codependent friendships. You know, because oh, it's wow. it's normal. You know, <laughs> like this this way of mm-hmm. life. All I knew was codependency. So I I would get into relationships mm-hmm. where we get super close, super fast. We'd be talking on the phone all the time. We'd be mm-hmm. hanging out with each other constantly. <laughs> this is like in my late teens, hanging out mm-hmm. with each other constantly. I like, I'm basically living with you at this point. <laughs> like, um, but it was because it was codependence and like codependence had been my norm. Um, and then I got older. I was like, Whoa, this is like not, healthy (laughs) like why am i this so that's so weird you said that Mm -hmm. because that part about friendships the um the the bullet when you talk about the frequently melt into people Mm -hmm. you like or admire and adapt their preferences i i didn't know what that was back then but sometimes like in my life i would always meet people like that and it would creep me out Mm. because i don't consider myself like codependent and so i'm like what is wrong with this girl she's like calling me all the time she she wants to go with me i mean even in adulthood i met women who well i i know what it is now but it creeped me out that like that's that weird girl she wants to hang i just met her she's telling everybody we're friends but it's (laughs) not weird that's the thing it's not weird yeah it's just a relationship pattern yeah (laughs) like yeah i mean i'm glad we're talking about this so in case there's someone out there listening who may have a friend like that but yeah wow that's that boundary setting and they make you feel awful if you don't want to hang with them or something guilt trip so so i think for me it didn't work out that way because i constantly found friends that were also codependent so it's just like oh yeah this is great we're just in a codependent (laughs) friendship (laughs) sounds fun Um, but now like i obviously don't do that and i when I make friendships, I take my time. You know, I really take mm-hmm. my time to get to know the person. 
you know, I'm not talk. I don't need to talk to the person every day. I don't even need to talk to the person every week. I'm a very like, mm. I'll, I'll talk to you once a month and still know that you're my close friend type person. Right. Um, Same. Yeah, but that came with like being okay. Also with being alone. You know, I remember in college, I would constantly, I would literally go out like every single night. Like I just had an inability mm. to sit still and be mm. with myself. And I think that also was like. I have to be okay sitting with these emotions. I can't continue to use other things, whether it's like relationships or people or going out constantly or alcohol to cope. So now that you feel that way in a relationship, it makes me think about our last episode um, when Justin said that he likes to be alone, likes to go to the movies and his girlfriend kind of felt insecure. How will you set those boundaries when you get in a relationship? Yeah, I think I want to have my own life, you know, <laughs> like I want right. to I want to be able to do the things that I want and I want you to do the things that you want. Mm. And I really think that that's like the key to a healthy relationship. I don't need to be up under you all the time. Like, the, mm. you know, we we're bringing more to the relationship because we're having these like vib- vibrant lives and experiences by ourselves. Then we're coming together and having those experiences together. But if I'm bored as hell, codependent, always want to be up your butt, you know, what am I doing with my own life and my my own mm-hmm. experience? And that's the thing about codependent romantic relationships. And like you said, just melting into other people. A lot of people get into relationships and they melt into the other person. Then we see like they stop hanging out with their friends and then everything right. becomes around, uh, you know, centered around their new relationship. And then it's over and they're devastated because they made that relationship their entire life. Right. So um, is there any example that you mind sharing, mm-hmm. if you can think of one, where you had to create a boundary that you didn't know you needed yet. What do you mean? Um, so someone crossed the line, but it wasn't previously a boundary you set. But when it happened, you realized like, wait a minute. Okay, let me. Yes, men let me touching set a boundary. me. <laughs> <Men> touching <laughs> okay. me. Men that um, I haven't given permission to touch me, touch me. Like, for example, mm-hmm. if you're like passing by me in a room, you don't need to put your hands on my waist. You know, if mm-hmm. I'm on a date, um, you need to ask permission to kiss me. <laughs> um, don't just stick your tongue down my throat. Um, yeah. Um, yes. Like, so now I have a rule about like dating um, because of an experience I had and not inviting men over to my house until we've been on several dates. Like you don't get to come into my space unless I really am getting to know you. Um, so yeah, it's boundaries like that, that I don't, I didn't know I needed until I happened, it's something happened and I felt violated or I felt uncomfortable that I'm like, oh, okay, this is a boundary that I need to set. And I'm learning all, every day. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Cause, because boundaries yeah, is a, a lesson in yourself, right? Like, yeah. Boundaries don't go out of style. No. Boundaries are here forever. <laughs> they will. <laughs> like, you'll constantly gain more and maybe, you know, you'll be able to relax some boundaries eventually, but. Do you think it's a thing of having too much boundaries? Do you think that's a thing? Is that a thing? No. Yeah, is that a thing? Like too much boundaries? I don't think so. Um, I just think you have to honor yourself. Like, I think you got to really know yourself. Like, boundaries is a lesson in knowing yourself. Knowing what's right oh, for I you. Like that. Quote, <laughs> knowing what's right for you. Knowing what works for you. Knowing what just does not make you feel good. And not allowing mm. people to do that to you. And then self-control. Boundaries is a, a form of self-control. Like, boundaries with yourself. <laughs> Come through. <Yeah>. Come through. <laughs> Stop. Um, um, but yeah, no, so I don't think you can have too many boundaries. I think if you need them, you need mm-hmm. them. Period. Poo. So do you <laughs> think there 
there is a thin line between being controlling and and having a boundary. Yes, for sure. Um, talk, talk about. <laughs> um yeah, I I I like for example, um I went to a family member's house recently, um and their boundary was like I had to have my stuff in a certain place. So I was like, okay, I can respect that boundary. Um that's not a problem. But then and it, like I would put my toothbrush down and put it to a little to the left and a person would complain that it needed to be a little to the right. Um, so that to me is actually not boundaries. It's just a form of control. It's like, okay, this new person is right. in my space and I need to have it like this and this and this. Like it can't be, mm-hmm. you know, it's one thing to express like, okay, I like things a certain way. If you're going to stay in my home, totally respect that. But there's levels. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> yeah. So what about, for example, and I'm clearly using myself for this yeah. example, but like I have like, I like things a certain way, not I mean, I'm not saying the two the toothbrush yeah. thing personally. That's that's something that bothers me, but I wouldn't impose that on someone else. Mm-hmm. But I like to I like things done in like an order. And that's part of my boundaries is to be organized and have set things. But what if another person, say a partner or a family member doesn't? Is that are they overstepping my boundaries or do I have control? Well, problems? what is the you gotta give a more specific example. I like organization. Like, say um, I have errands to run today, and I want to do this errand first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Mm-hmm. But they kind of get twisted because I'm on someone else's time, and I get and I get upset at that. Am I? I'm not gonna say am I allowed to be upset, but is that a boundary or is that control? I think that's a little more control, personally. Oh, okay. yeah. No, personally, because it's not like okay, this thing. It's not like the person is violating you by doing things out of order. It's just like, hey, the day is just panning out this way, and that's something we don't really have control over, <laughs> <Okay>. right? <laughs> Take note. Yeah, um, You're violating my boundaries. Yeah, it's just like that's that's kind of out of everybody's control. It's kind of like, well, this is the day the, the way the day is flowing. Use an example, like if you have a roommate or something, and like they freaking eat your food. Yeah, that's a violation. That's a violation of my boundary. It's now that I have control. I don't like people touching my food. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fine. But that's like, that's reasonable, right? Um, Yeah, I think you can also look at it as like what's reasonable and unreasonable. You Mm. know, like you can't always control life. Like life happens. Right. Um, Yes, this is true. Yeah. Um, But I was trying to think of like, oh, so I, like, for example, I like to get things done. Like I like, okay, Mm. as soon as I think of something, it needs to get done. Um, And Mm. so that's the way I live my life when I get like, okay, I... I make a to-do list. These things need to be done. I'm going to get them done right now. Um, and I would find that I would be imposed. I would impose that on other people. So I wouldn't care about like, hello, they have their own lives, their own days. Like they can't just drop everything because I need this done right now. Um, and so I had to check myself, you know, like, okay, girl. Oh, definitely. That's I mean, that, I feel like that's one of those, um, control but like you said you're used to living that way and i don't think anything's wrong with that but i definitely think in a relationship those are actually one of those um issues to me when you have someone who's not like that that can pose a lot of arguments oh, yeah, i mean for sure. i was definitely like you before i should say before kids and marriage but now because i operate on other people's times and energy it is so hard and that's why i gave that example like well i'm organized Mm-hmm. Someone else isn't. Are they violating my boundary? <laughs> because it's yeah. hard to have that kind of boundary when you have to sh- now share a life with someone else. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Unless you get someone that's like compatible like you that. Mm. Well, now I've I just had to learn that like okay, the world doesn't revolve around when I need to get stuff done. You know, (laughs) like everybody has their own separate lives. So so then I so what I started doing was like okay, understanding that, and then I would like ask the person like okay, when is a good time for us to sit down and do this? Well, those are great life. I mean, those are work skills. I mean, yeah, but. A lot of people learn that on a job. Yeah, but but a lot of people don't do it. Clearly, we all have control. We all have control. Yeah, okay. like, um, You're right. We show it in traffic. I got to get somewhere. I don't care who I cut off. Yeah. I'm at the store. I don't care if the managers. But yeah, a lot of people, that spills yeah. over into their I time. just like learning to care about other people's time and lives as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I know I need to get this done. But like this person also has three children. <laughs> you know, like for example, no, 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 I'm not this is the first thing I thought of. So I wanted to leave um, everyone with some tips on setting boundaries because I think it's super important. Um, so the first tip is to tune into your body so that you can know when you are uncomfortable yeah. with something. I think I talked about this in the EMDR yes, episode where it was body. like, you know, this made me way more fixed. But the other day, somebody did something to my body, a friend that I was absolutely not okay with. And I was like, do not ever mm. do that again. Wow. Um, and they apologized, but it was yeah. not cool. And just to <laughs> add to that, when we say listen to your body, heart palpitations, sweating of the hands, yes. starting to feel dizzy, like listen to your body. Yes. Uh, number two tip is understand your priorities. So make sure that you know that your time is valuable and it's a limited resource and give it accordingly. Um, so that means learning how to say no when you don't want to do shit because it's your time. Um, communicating clearly. So like, I don't like when you do X, it makes me feel Right. Versus a passive aggressive response. Like, why do you do that? Like, if you're mad about something, if something I'm doing is making Mm -hmm. you upset, say so. Don't start giving me one word answers because you don't Mm because you're mad at me. Just express why you're mad. That's how you work through conflict. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So, yeah. I, this goes back to like what I said when I first started setting boundaries. I would have so much anxiety. I put down my phone and just like brace myself for this horrible end of the world that I thought was coming. And it was never that. Um, but get okay with being people not being okay with your boundaries. Take space. I think this is really important. I, I've noticed that sometimes I don't um, realize somebody has crossed my boundaries until I remove myself from the situation and I'm able to mm. process it. Um, because, for example, I grew up where my va- my boundaries were violated all the time. Sometimes it could feel normal or familiar until I'm able to, like, analyze the situation. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And, oh, this says, try saying something like when you need some time. I need some time to think about what just happened. I'd like to come back to this com- conversation in a few hours or days. Yep. Be prepared. Don't be surprised if some people react poorly to your boundaries. <laughs> people who are controlling, manipulating manipulative abusive or who have unhealthy boundaries themselves may be triggered when you set a boundary you can express your limits with compassion but it's not your job to make it okay for them and create consequences um cultivate clarity around what you want to do if someone consistently uh disrespects your boundaries so we talked about that and number 10 tip (laughs) respect other people's boundaries amen to that that (laughs) is Yeah, if you want your boundaries respected, make sure you're respecting other boundaries, other people's boundaries. And another thing that I think is important to mention is not everybody thinks like you, and that's okay. 
You don't have to agree with everybody. Yes. You know? Just let people think what they think. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I need to hear that. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to add? No, that? I really like the one um, the emphasis on get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Setting, yes. especially when you're new to setting boundaries, it's going to feel really weird. So yes, that, that's is. an important one. Especially with mm-hmm. yourself. Like, it's not going to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> that's just reality. Like, like you said, the spending money example, like when you want to buy shit and you don't have the money to do it and you were like, damn, that's, that's going to yep. feel like it sucks. That whole fear of missing out, <laughs> you know, even like you said, half of that is mm-hmm. just feeling like you're, you're alone. You don't want to feel like you're alone. You want to do what people you see. Take a break from social media while you're setting your boundaries. <laughs> hey, yes. Uh, taking a break from social media yeah, is a yeah. boundary. It was so funny. I was because. looking at my archives for May of last year. And I'm like, where are all my stories? And I forgot that I had taken an Instagram break in the middle of my pregnancy. And it was amazing. So my, I actually forgot. I was like, where are all my stories? And I forgot to took a break. And I didn't miss anything. That's that's a whole nother episode we are going to talk about soon, which is social media and the impact it's having. Oh yeah, on us. that's going to be a good one. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us for episode eleven. Subscribe yeah. to us on Spotify and Apple. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at the Talk About Assist Podcast. Yes, we will see you guys Deuces. next time. Bye.